you for the blessing that we have in your presence. In Jesus name. Amen. John chapter 5. Now there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem by the sheep market, a pool. Which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. All right? There is at Jerusalem by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda having five porches. It's one of the places to see in Israel. The pool of Bethesda is right there by the lion's gate. You can find the pool of Bethesda. Now, in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind... My, my subject is, who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? And in this lay a great multitude of impotent folk. All right? Blind, halt, which means paralyzed, withered, withered people. Withered is like tuberculosis, HIV, cancer, end stage of many diseases. People are withered. The end of many illnesses. People are withered. It's like a tree that is dried up to the end. And they were waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole. Of whatever disease he had. Now as to whether they saw the angel or not. 
We don't know. But the, the angel could stir the water without them seeing the angel. And they would see the water moving. And they would know that there was a supernatural moving of the water by the angel. And what they said was an angel. And again, there are those who would say it has not happened in the flesh. Isn't it? Yes. But hereby we know the spirit of God. First John 4 verse 2. This is how you know an anointed person. Alright. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Amen. Now, a certain man was there which had an infirmity Thirty and eight years. Years, sorry. Years. Years. Thirty and eight years. Thirty-eight years. Now, when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Will thou be made whole? Amen. And the impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, all right, while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. So this man has not learned for 38 years how to be fast. And it cannot be that in your life, in your ministry, you have 30 experiences of somebody being faster than you. And you still can't learn after 30 times. Phlegmatism is very serious. Now, phlegmatic men are like this. But many men are phlegmatic. And I believe God made them that way. And I want to say to the sisters that you need to be happy with your phlegmatic man. Because he is the one that God has made for you. Without that patient attitude you may not be tolerated how you are. And God made a lot of men phlegmatic so that they would tolerate a lot of things. Yes. I think that phlegmatic men are some of the best husbands. Yes. You may not be rich, but man's life does not consist in the abundance of things that he possesses. He can take thirty eight years of nonsense. 
How many would like to be married for 38 long years? Where your nonsense is tolerated. Yes. Now, if I'm joking, I'll tell you that I'm joking because I know that it sounds funny. But it's true. A lot of men are phlegmatic. And it's a gift of God. They're just easygoing. They have something within them that says, there is nothing that I cannot endure. There's nothing that I cannot endure. So no matter whom they are married to, she doesn't cook, she doesn't do this, she doesn't do this, she's not like this. Something within them says, there's nothing I cannot endure. Play on. But a choleric man may not tolerate that. And may say, listen, Let me make things very clear to you. If you don't reorganize, you will see the implications and the results of your behavior. The choleric man will tell you, you'll be the next person to be going out of this door. Yes. When you are married to a phlegmatic, even if you don't know how to fry eggs, you'll be in the house like that. Yes. One day I saw a sister frying an egg for she had they brought a fried egg. And I said, as I saw the egg moving, I said, only a phlegmatic will eat this egg. Only a phlegmatic will eat this egg. Will accept this as an egg that has been fried. Just a simple fried egg. It has been beaten to the last degree. So, don't complain about the negatives of the phlegmatic. A lot of brothers are phlegmatic. They are just cool, easy going. They are very good pastors and very good teachers and good husbands. So be happy with them. Don't sit in your with your phlegmatic looking at this. You good for nothing. You have have not brought any prosperity to the house. I'm the one working. I go and I work all the time and I come. And you are lying there. You don't move. You don't rise up. No. He's coolly lying there because he's watching you as you are moving all, all over the place. And he's, he's happy with it. Alright. So, no more complaints. Don't, 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 don't do that to yourself. You know, if you listen to what I'm saying, you, you'll be happy. Yeah, if you listen to what I'm saying, you'll be happy and you'll marry. Yeah, because at, at the end, I'm going to give you the Ten Commandments that are related to Jesus, the Savior of the world. Yes. 
that we have to follow. But now we are learning about Jesus save the world. So this is just on the side because this man is quite unique in lying for 38 years in the same place and every year saying that somebody is faster it's like he's okay because I tell you a choleric after two or three times seeing that somebody was faster than you by the third time he said no I know what I'm going to do next time next, for the fourth year when this thing comes up I know what I'm going to the, the strategy I'm going to take See, that would have been a choleric. And your marriage may have lasted also only four years with a choleric. But the phlegmatic would have tolerated you for 38 years. Yes. Hmm. All right. First love marriages are going to be nicer than the marriages before. Now, don't be deceived by long marriages. A long marriage is not a proof of a happy marriage. So, you, you, you may see some marriages of parents, your parents, and you think that because they've been married, ah, you have been married for 54 years. Wow! You have tried, man. And you may think that it means happiness. No, it does, it does not necessarily mean happiness. What you need is ha- happiness. You need to be happy. And enjoy the, that. Because it's one of the rewards from God. Is to be happy in a marriage. He said, this is your reward. Ecclesiastes it talks about marriage. Rejoice with the wife of thy youth. This is your portion. This is a small something small for the boys. Yes. When Alexander the Great took his troops from Greece to India, at a point they, they said, "Look, we want to go back to our wives." Yes, that's what made Alexander the Great come back, because his troops said, "No, we want to go back to our wives." We have missed our wives. May you be missed in the future in Jesus' name. Not that they will be saying that. Ah, I don't want to see that face again. All right. That is just by the side. Let's keep moving. Will thou be made whole? And the impotent man answered and said, I have no man to help me when the water is troubled to put me in the pool. Another steppeth down. Now, I have no man to help me. Now, you must also have a mind, not a mind of having somebody always to help you. To do things that you have to do. Because there are many things. You have to do them on your own. You can't easily stop pornography. With somebody's help. At a point you have to do it. And when you marry. You go into the closet alone. 
and there's nobody to help you to be a good husband or good wife, you'll be there and Charlie perform all the things that you've been taught to do. So, always thinking that somebody has to help you may not be a good thing. And that is the mind of many leaders in a continent whose name begins with an A. Huh? Yes, there are many continents whose name begins with an A. Australia, Asia, Antarctica, Arctic, Africa. (laughs) I need somebody to come and help me to make my road. I need somebody to come and help me to do this, to build this, to do that. One of the saddest signboards I saw ever was on the way to the western region of a certain country whose name begins with a G. Huh? Gambia. Gabon. Guinea-Bissau, Guinea, many countries. I saw a toilet that had been constructed by the roadside. KVIP. Type of toilet. A KVIP. I don't know if you know what a KVIP is. That type of, it's a, a, a pit latrine in this country. Whose name begins with a G. And they had written on it, big sign, donated by the European Union. Why does the European Union have to make a place for you to go to toilet? Please. I beg you. It's a shame. Your own toilet, you have to get European, a continent. To make, it was a small structure too. It was written, donated by European you know, Please. <laughs> Your life will be better than it. You'll be an improved version of this. Ah. Even if they donated it, that, you shouldn't have put the sign there. Now, Jesus said, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. And he answered them. And the Jews therefore said unto him that was killed, It is the Sabbath day. It is not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. Now, you wouldn't understand the Bible till you visit Israel in a certain way. The first time I was there, I, I happened to be there on a Saturday. The person who cleans the room didn't come. Saturday is the Sabbath. The person who cleans the room 
the hotel room. They didn't come. They don't make the bed. They don't make every hotel. They make the room up every day. She didn't come. No food. When we went to the restaurant, no food. The food that is there is from yesterday. They don't make anything. You just, whatever was there yesterday is there. In fact, if you are in Israel, it's better to leave on Saturday because there's nothing. You can't get anything. Nobody's, even the lift, they have a button for the Sabbath day. That one, you, you go in and it goes automatically first floor, second floor, third floor, so that because to press the lift, the seven is work. So you will not understand this story till you see how strict it is. That when they saw the man who had been healed holding his bed, they reacted. They said, how can you hold your bed? Are you with me? That's the environment that Jesus came into. Very religious. And he answered them and said, he that made me whole, the one who healed me, the same is the one who told me to hold my bed on the Sabbath day. Why shouldn't I obey him? Hey. Then they asked him, What man is that that said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed wist not who it was. He did not know who it was. For Jesus had conveyed himself away a multitude being in that place. Jesus had moved out. There were so many people. I I believe that when Jesus was talking to the man who had been lying there, there were a lot of people around. Oh, we dead, moaning, cripples, and he was just talking to one guy. How long? What have, have you been here? Why? Why do you? What happened? The man was explaining to me. I cannot. I cannot. Thirty-eight years. And Jesus told him, "Take your bed and go home." There were a lot of people around. So when the man took his bed and was healed, and Jesus just excused himself like this and then went out. And went away. So it was a very quiet miracle. We didn't even know. Bible says a multitude being in that place. Verse 14. Afterward, Jesus findeth him in the temple. Now when you go to Israel, you see if you have a chance to see the Um, map of Israel. You will see that the temple was like the hugest, biggest structure in the whole of Jerusalem. So, it was a place that Jesus went to. And it was there when Jesus came. So, the man went to the temple. And Jesus found this man in the temple. Are you there? Yeah. And said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. 
Now, worst things come to sinners. Many things are brought by sin. So Jesus told him that a worst thing can happen to you. Worst. So sin, sin is the reason for many of the bad things that happen. And this man have had a problem for 38 years. And Jesus was saying that a worse problem than this can happen to you. <laughs> yes. Through sin. Because sin is the open door, you see, through which evil things come into our lives. Now, it's not as direct like a computer. When you press F7, then this will happen. Or when you press Shift F8, something happens. So, when you sin, it doesn't happen instantaneously in that way. So, you, you don't, you can't correlate the, them in that way. And sometimes you can correlate them. Sometimes you can't. So, this is why it's like prayer. You pray, then it seems there's an answer, but it's not as automatic and exact in that way. You see, but the general principle that the evils that have come and that exist in the world, they come from and through sin, which is what Jesus came to take away. Even the sins you commit today, the Bible says, if you confess, he is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you. That is why it is good to confess your sin every day so that in case there is something around, you get what I'm saying? You just try to clear them. So confession, they are morning and evening. Morning, evening, morning. If it's like vitamins, you take morning, evening, cleansing, morning, cleansing, evening, cleansing, morning, cleansing, evening. Are you with me? Yeah. Now, Jesus answered and said, My father worketh hitherto, and I work. So now, sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. And the man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole. Therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him. But Jesus answered, my father works and I work. That's what I'm doing. If I see my father doing it, I will do it. Now the Jews therefore sought to kill him because he had not only broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making him equal with God. Amen. Right. Then Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the father do. And what things soever he doeth, these also the son doeth likewise. Now, who is Jesus? You can learn about Jesus by listening to what Jesus said about himself. And he now starts to talk. If you read 
in the book of John, you will see that there is a miracle, a big miracle, and then Jesus explains who he is. Yes, after the miracle. So there's a big miracle, and then now Jesus explains what he is and who he is. For the Father loveth the Son, verse 20, and showeth him all things that he himself doeth, and he will show him greater works than these, that you may marvel. Verse 21, For as the Father raiseth up the dead and quickeneth them, even so the Son quickeneth or makes alive whom he will. So Jesus makes you alive. Amen. For the Father judgeth no man, but has committed judgment unto the Son. Hey. So Jesus is now the judge, not a sinner. So he's going to judge us fairly, truly. We will be judged exactly as we really are. There will be no hidden things. Verse 23. That all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He that honoreth not the Son, honoreth not the Father which has sent him. So in this camp meeting, we are honoring the Son. Yes, we are honoring the Son. Because Jesus said that all men should honor, all men should honor the Son. We must honor Jesus Christ. Yes, we must honor Jesus Christ. And when we honor Jesus Christ, we are honoring the Father. Yes. And he that honoreth not the Son, honoreth not the Father which hath sent him. So in our churches, in our first love churches, we have to honor Jesus Christ. Can I have an amen? Amen. Jesus is our star. Jesus is everything to us. He's the savior of the world. He's our personal savior. Personal. You heard it this morning. Personal. It's a personal thing. We must honor Jesus Christ and preach about him, talk about him, and make people see Jesus as what he really is, a great savior whom we have not seen but we love. Amen. 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 Verse 24. Verily, verily, I say to you, he that hears my word and believeth on him that sent me has everlasting life. And shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death to life. When you believe in Jesus, you will never be condemned. Wow. Is it not amazing? Never. You will never come into condemnation. Remember yesterday I was telling you about the condemned. The man was now condemned. It will never happen to you because of Jesus. Yes. You will never be condemned because of Jesus. 
I mean, your sins may be there and everything, but once you have believed on him that sent me, you have everlasting life. And you shall not come into condemnation, but you have passed from death into life. Wow. Clap for Jesus. I think he deserves a clap offering. Verse 25. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming and now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God and they that here shall live. Jesus was about to descend into the heart of the earth. And the dead were about to hear his voice. He was about to preach to the dead in, in, down there. So you see, so that's why sometimes you even ask yourself, so what about the people who came to the world before? Yes. All those who were born before Jesus came, they are all somewhere. All dead people are alive. And and Jesus was saying, look, I know, he says, the hour is coming when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God. And they that hear shall live. He went and preached to the dead. Wow. He descended into hell. To Hades. He's the savior of the world. Beautiful. Wouldn't you want to spend your life telling people about, I mean, which other person do you know who is a savior? Verse 26. For as the father has life, in himself. So has he given to the son to have life in himself. The life of the father has been given. That's why when you believe in Jesus and you you believe in God, you have so much life in you. Life, Zoe. You have Zoe. Life, physical, spiritual, good life. Even your, your existence on earth changes. Your, your life means your existence, your, your living, how you live, and to continue living, and to your continued existence, and, and being alive, moving, breathing, flowing, happiness, being, moving, life. The opposite is death, lying there, not walking, not moving, not breathing, not thinking, not existing. Not part of the world. Life comes into you when you have Jesus. He that has the son has life. He that has not the son has not life. Verse 27. John 5. And he has given him, I'm talking about who Jesus Christ is. He has given him authority to execute judgment. So Jesus is now the judge. I prefer to be friends with the judge. How many would like to know the judge personally? Like, Charlie, you'll be winking at the judge. Jesus, your boys are here. We are here, Jesus. <laughs> Help us, Jesus. Your girls are your small girls. 
are here. You girls, you have to know how to talk to Jesus. Just have to tell Jesus, your babies are here. Your babies are here, Jesus. Your sweet girls are here. Your nice daughters. We are all here. And the boys too. You have to know how to say, Lord, Lord, your boys are here. Your boys are here. (laughs) Something small for the boys. Lord, those who like you, we are here. And he's the judge of the whole world. God has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the son of man. Why? Because he became a man. Yes. He knows what it is. Because to be a judge, you need humility and you need wisdom and experience. Yes, experience. So girls, I'm telling you, you must know how to position yourself with your judge. Wrap him, wrap him. Your babies, your sweet baby girls are here. Yes, your daughters. Do you think Jesus doesn't like? He's, he's, he's been here before. But he knows every feeling and everything. He knows all. Yeah, he understands. But when you start speaking to him softly, he, he, he'll, be, he'll be listening to your prayers. He has feelings. He really has feelings. He must know how to talk to the judge. You don't just sit there and say. Our Father, we chat in every hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. There is no feeling in that. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven, give us our daily bread, forgive us our prayers. Amen. You lift your hand and you say, Lord, you're sweet. No, you don't change your voice. So just say your normal voice. Just talk to him. Because you cannot deceive Jesus. No, normally your voice is somewhere. He come as you are. It's a foolish boy, man. You can deceive him. Hello. And you, you think that it is your voice. But Jesus has been given authority to execute judgment. Wow. Verse 28. Marvel not at this. For the hour is coming in the which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice. Verse 29. And shall come forth they that have done good Unto the resurrection of life. And they that have done evil. To the resurrection of damnation. So a time is going to come. When Jesus will speak. And say come forth. And every dead person will come out. Everybody will wake up. All those who think they they are dead. And they are resting in peace. Before they realize. All the body will come back together. And some will come out to the resurrection of damnation. 
and some will come out to the resurrection of life. There are two types of resurrection. Resurrection of damnation and resurrection of life. And it's going to come by the voice of Jesus Christ. That's the wild person that you are believing in. That's the wild person that you are making your personal friend. He's a very wild person. How many are realizing that he's a very, very, very wild and great person? His voice is going to make people come out of graves. The whole grave in the sea. People will start swimming out of the sea. We are here. They'll say, we are here, we are here. We have come out of the water. Sea water. Lakes. Graves. Mass graves. And some will come to the resurrection of the damnation. So initially they will think that we are back. I said you are back for a big trouble. Serious thing is happening. Resurrection of damnation. Verse 30. Now, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just. Because I seek not my own will but the will of the Father which sent me. So you see, Jesus keeps moving from telling you what power he has to how his Father is the one controlling him. Yes. He, he, he shows who he is, but at the same time, he keeps on telling you, my Father and I, what, I, what I see my Father do, that's what I do. Verse 31. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. In other words, if I just talk about myself, then it's not true. Continue reading. There is another that beareth witness of me. In other words, there is somebody who is showing who I am. And I know that the witness which he witnesseth of me is true. All this is in the background of the great miracle that he has just done. He has done a wild miracle. He's raised a man who has been there for 38 long years. No man can do this. Even Nicodemus said it. Nobody can do this. And now, a man who's been there for 38 years is walking around, holding his bed, and has come to the temple the next day. And people are shocked. And he's saying, somebody or the father is bearing witness. You see, in every man of God's life, there are things he cannot do for himself. Only God can do for him. Yes. Only God can do. And you must watch carefully and see. Has God done things which only he can do? Yeah. And that is why there is a difference between somebody who preaches and prays for the sick. And somebody who preaches and does not have miracles. Because for preaching... Lecturers, teachers, counselors, and all lawyers can speak. But there's a realm you move into where the Father will bear witness of you. Are you with me? Yes. That is the realm you are going into. You are going into the power realm of your ministry. 
when you pray for people and you see miracles, signs, wonders. Everyone standing, please. Everybody standing. Now, we'll be going for breakfast in a minute, but before we go, verse 33. You sent unto John, and he bare witness unto the truth. But I receive not testimony from man. But these things I say, that you might be saved. He was a burning and shining light, and you were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. Verse 36. But I have greater witness than that of John. For the works which the Father has given me to finish, the same works that I do, bear witness of me that the Father hath sent me. The works that I do. That is why you must do exploits. We are going to be appointing pastors, ordaining ministers, inaugurating an assembly. We are going to be um, appointing apostles and consecrating bishops. All in this meeting. Yes. Yeah. Now, Why? And one of the things is that for everybody who is something in God, the God that we are serving, is not by an institution. It's not by being a member of an institution of our organization. Jesus said, the same works that I do, they bear witness of me. That the father had sent me. That is why you must be a man of exploits. You can't just be a man who says, I really believe in God. I really love the message that was preached. I was so blessed. It is so powerful. Thank God. But where are your works? The works that I do, they bear witness of me. They talk about me. My works are telling people about me. That's what Jesus was said. I just raised a man for 38 years. He's been there. You couldn't raise him after five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. I've raised him. He's there. He's walking. He's in the temple. It tells you about his bearing witness. Giving, bearing witness an old way of saying it gives evidence, proof. Where are the proofs of your calling? So you may be coming to church as a young person and you may sense within you God has called you, but now we need proofs of your calling. And that is going to be where the hard work comes in, where you have to implement the things you believe. If you believe that you can teach, if you believe that you have an anointing, if you believe you have whatever, then the works have to come on, not words. 
Works not you see, it's not about work words, it's about works. Proofs. Yes. So the people that will be ordaining, consecrating, there are different things, works that show their works. Yes. You know, even to build a church or to build a building, it's one of the most difficult things to do, especially in Africa. Yes. It's hard. You need a lot of wisdom and humility and many things in the art of leadership. All the things you need are there. You need to be practical. Impractical people cannot build. We have governments that mention highfalutin projects. Oh, we are going to build this. We are going to do this. We are going to make a big this and this, this, that. that. For years and years and they can't do narrow. Yeah. So, the works. Where are you? Where, 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 where is your church? What was the size of your church? Where are your members? Where, where is your building? Where, where is, what have you built? Where are the miracles? Well, well, I want to hear from miracles at least. Where, where, where are the blinds that see in your ministry? The deafs and dumbs that are speaking. Where are they? Where are the people who are testifying like this man? That I couldn't see, but I can see. I couldn't walk, but I can walk. Where, where is it? And you see, sometimes, unless you travel somewhere, you'll never see it. Ministry and seeing works involve traveling and movement. The works that I do, you shall do. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good. He went about. You've got to go about. So those of you who are so much in love with your country, I love America. I love England. I love South Africa. No, one one group that I have not seen rise up to do much is South Africans. It's true. I mean, outside South Africa. Many South Africans are just basking in what the white man built and actually destroying it now. They are now destroying what the white man built. They don't, they don't, because they don't, res, they don't respect the white man, they are destroying what he built and are not learning. Because you can't learn from somebody you hate. You can't learn from somebody you dislike. You can't learn from somebody you criticize. You can't learn from somebody you fight. So because of that, they, they, they don't live, not learn how it, the, the country was built. 
Because the country was built like, you, you know, Europe was built, you know, the, the bridge that crosses from Zimbabwe to Zambia over the Victoria Falls was built in, what is 17 something or 18 something. You, the, Europe was developed hundreds of years ago, bridges, skyscrapers. The Verrazano Bridge was built about over 100 years ago. It, it's so long that it is curved towards the curvature of the earth. That's a bridge in America. It's so long and suspended over the sea. These things were not built in the 90s, 80s, 70s, 60s, 50s, 40s. They were built long ago, 18-something. So development has been there for a long time. So your independence in 1994, you, everything had been built by, by 1994. Oh, developments of all types have taken place long time ago. Rarely will you see a South African going out to another nation and is able to stand and lead because they have despised leadership. They can't lead. Yes. It's true. Yeah. And any group which blames another group is they are drivers who are looking in the rear mirror. The white man affected us. That's why we can't work. In Ghana, you see, like this government, the reason why this government are not able to do much is because they are always saying the NDC did something. That's why. So they are looking in the remnants. The NDC did this, so they can't. We, we knew NDC had done whatever before we elected you, so come and do something. Stop giving reasons of somebody in the past. My father did this. My father... Stop saying you were molested as a child. Stop saying it. Stop, stop talking. Stop saying that somebody was playing with your anus when you were a child. Stop saying it. Just move on. It's past. It's been 20 years, 20 years ago since that thing happened. Move on. You cannot drive well looking in the rear mirror. Yes. Move on. Stop saying my family this my was I was doing it and I told her we are tired of hearing all these things. My family did this, my mother did this, my father did this, my did this, my dad da, da. Steve Jobs, the one who made the iPhone. Yeah, Steve Jobs. You know. His father and his mother didn't want him. Because, you see, I think they met in university and then the mother became pregnant and then she gave birth. And the parents said, no, you can never marry this man. And the mother said, you cannot marry this man. Because Steve Jobs' father, his real father is a Syrian. He's a Syrian. Abdul something. Yeah. So they went and gave the child to an orphan and said, take this child. So Steve Jobs was now adopted by Mr. and Mrs. Jobs. And Mr. Jobs was an electronic repairer. So as a little boy, he used to go into the room with his father, Mr. Jobs, and they were tinkering with the, what do you call it? electronic of the television and how the electronic circuits and all the things. 
Yes. Paul Jobs. Yes. The, his father is real father is Abdul Fatali Jandali. Yes. When he Abdul Fatali Jandali. Yes. That is his real name. Abdul Fatali Jandali. You can't be complaining all your life that oh my father handed me over to an orphanage. I am actually a Syrian. I don't have this. I do this. I am this, this, this. Look. Make your iPhone and let us see that you are making it. We are tired of hearing of NDC, of NPP, of white man, of this, of your father, your brother didn't do this, your sister, in your family there were only boys, in your family there were only girls, in your family you were the last, in your family you were the first, in your family you were not like, you know, hey, we are tired, we are tired. We need to see your works. Me, I was brought up in America, so that is why I am so soft. I was brought up in England, that is why I am so. I was brought up in Canada. Everywhere has a disadvantage and an advantage. Yeah. The works, they, they, they bear witness. And we now need to see works. Stop mourning. Mourning. And complaining about your family, your background, what they did to you. The, the house help had sex with you. The whatever played with this, whatever. The this did that, the that did this. Your sister did this. Your brother did this. That is why they, so you are struggling with. Look, the person next to you, his own is wider than yours. Ask your neighbor standing by you, tell him, you, you've never said yours. You've never said yours. You've never said yours. Every day I say mine, you don't say yours. <laughs> yours is wider than mine. It's wild, <laughs> yes. Just get to the job and start doing works. Yes. Stop moaning. I have greater works. John 5, 36. The works, the same works I do, they bear witness of me. That the Father has sent me. In other words, that's what proves your calling. Yes, that the Father truly sent me. Do you think this campus came about easily? Yes. Yes. I've been to court. I've never been to court. This is because of this school I went to court. I was, I was there. They, and the judge and they announced the state versus Darky Ward Mills. The Republic of Ghana versus Darky Ward Mills. And I was standing. Then they, they told me, stand up. You're supposed to stand up. And I stood up. And here was the judge. Here, the whole court full of people. The state versus Dyke, what Republic of Ghana versus Dyke, no. And I stood up. Then it says, stand up. Then it says, move to the front. 
So I had to move to the front as the first accused. I came to stand at a place of the first accused. And then the second accused, third, fourth, and we were all, we were all lined up there. I was just the first. And I was standing there. I said, wow, because of this school. Because of this campus. Yes. Stop. I don't want to hear your whining. Your white boyfriend. Your what your white boyfriend did to you. I don't want to hear of that. How you lost your virginity. You were so young when you lost your virginity. Do you know the person who is standing by you lost it earlier? Look, hold the person next to you and shake the person. You have not told me your secret. You have not told me your secret. You have not told me your secret.
anything like that before. Today I came to tell you don't mind them at all. I tell you. They are just like you. I tell you. Now tell your neighbor, neighbor you can't deceive me with this melancholic type of atmosphere that you create around you. As if you've not done anything before. Tell the person, Charlie, we are all sinners, so we are all sinners here. Yeah. Even the thief on the cross is in heaven. Aye. Yes. Even the thief on the cross is in heaven. Rehab the harlot who had a lot of customers. She was, the, she was, I tell you, when Rahab left Jericho, they really missed her. Everybody knew her. They used to come to her house. All the big men used to come with cars, customers. They used to queue. You think they are buying petrol, but they are going to see Rahab the house. Hey! So, listen. Don't be impressed. I t- take it from you. Especially those wearing glasses. I tell you, you see them say, hey. 
and then those whose glasses are very big finish because we need to finish this before we go for breakfast. John chapter 5 verse 37. The father himself which has sent me has borne witness of me. Now look at what Jesus told the people. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his shape. I've heard his voice and seen his shape. So Jesus Christ, unlike any other religious leader ever in this world, has both seen the shape of God and has heard the voice of God. Nobody here has ever seen the shape of God or heard the voice of God. The shape of God. Jesus is very wild. Yeah. Jesus is very wild. He's a savior. I wonder why we don't preach much more about him. We're preaching about economics and banking, vitamins. Verse 38. And you have not his word abiding in you. For whom he hath sent, him ye believe not. So, you, when you have the word of God in you, you believe people that are sent to you. When you don't have the word of God, you don't believe in people at all. Yes. Verse 39. Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. But the scriptures are testified of me. The scriptures testify of Jesus. If you read the scriptures. And the scriptures is the Old Testament. They speak of Jesus. Verse 40. 40. And you will not come to me that you might have life. You will not come to me that you might have life. He came to his own and his own received him. You won't come to me that you might have life. So when people come to Jesus, they have life. How many have realized that your life has changed since you just came, came to Jesus? I come to Jesus. So that your life changes. Yes. Yes. I mean, when you were 11 years old, 12 years old, you went to look at pornography. And you thought you would have life and happiness. 13. After a while, you realize you are not happy anymore. You realize that you are not happy anymore. Yes. And Jesus says, and you will not come to me that you might have life. A boy called you. He said, come. He called you at midnight. Come to me. Hi, baby. I need need to do your love tonight. And you went to him. But Jesus called you and you will not come to him that you might have life. But a foolish boy called you and you go to him. All night. (laughs) 
You will not come to me. 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 You will not come to me that you might have life. Wow. When I came to Jesus, I had a new life. Oh yes. I can't lie to you. You know, and it's not that I didn't have things when I was growing up. I had everything. I had a good school. I had good parents. I had a good family. I had, I didn't, I've never thought of money. I didn't, I didn't know anything I needed. When I came to Jesus, that was it. Yeah, it changed my life so much. And Jesus is looking at people and saying, you will not come to me. You will not come to me that you might have life. You will not come to me. And you see, Jesus is so real. We are all standing here. We know that he is so real. Is it not real to you? He said, though you have not seen him, you love him. Yes. And Jesus is telling you, you have not seen the shape of God. Oh, I heard his voice. I've seen his shape. I've heard his voice. I'm standing here. You will not come to me. The Father has given me to execute all types of judgment. Verse 41. I receive not honor from men. When, if, if men want to respect, I don't need, I don't need the respect of men. Because there were the big shots of Jerusalem. He had no respect from them. So if you want to really please God, don't be bothered about what people think. This is the biggest, I would say, apart from the Holy Spirit, the devil uses, this is the biggest thing the devil uses to guide people, the respect of men. Yeah. Because why are you doing the course you are doing? Why why, why do you want to go to this particular university? Why do you want this particular name of this particular type of school? Or why do you want to live in this place? When they mention it, he says, oh yeah, I, 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 I live on Martin Luther Boulevard. Wow. As a case, if you say, I live on Pakbo Brown Street. It doesn't sound so great. Pakbo Brown Street. What is that? Where is Pakbo Brown? Who is Pakbo Brown? We live on Martin Luther Boulevard. The respect of man is guiding. If you say go on a mission to America, it sounds cruel. But if I say go on a mission to Abomi Kalavi, you say, what is Abomi Kalavi? Abomi Kalavi is in Benin. It's in Benin. Abomi Kalavi. Yes. You've not heard it before. Abomi Kalavi. Yes. <laughs> it's a place. But if I say go on a mission to Boston, go on a mission to California, go on a mission to San Francisco, go on a mission to Atlanta. But if I say go on a mission to Abomi Kalavi. You'll be saying, what is that? Is it a food? Is it something you eat? 
Rudy. Is that Rudy? Rudy, come to me. Stand right here. My microphone. Aha. Uh-huh. Stand here. Which country were you living in at first? In Switzerland. Switzerland. Which of the beautiful cities of Switzerland? I was living in Lausanne. Lausanne. How many would like to go to Lausanne? And then what about Paris? Did you, did you live in Paris as well? Yes, for two years. You lived in where? Paris. Paris! <laughs> he lived in Paris! From Lausanne to Paris! For two years? Yes. And in Lausanne for how many years? For 15 years. 15 years. And then I sent you to which country? To Congo. Congo! Congo! But I thought I heard of Ebola something in Congo. Is it true? Yes. Wow. And you are, are you there now? Yes. Your, your wife... She was in which country? Was she with you? In Switzerland, yes. Switzerland! Where was your wedding? In Switzerland. Ah! You had a wedding in Switzerland? In Lausanne? Yes, that is. Your wedding was in Lausanne? Yes. Was it by the lake? It was not, not far from the lake. Not far from the lake? your wife, did she go on the mission with you to Congo? Yes. She didn't stay behind in Geneva, in Lausanne. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. So is she with you in Congo? Yes, she is. So have you just come from Congo? Yes. Do you have First Love Church in Congo? Yes, I do. Receive respect. Which is more respectable, do you think, Switzerland or Congo? Oh, daddy. (laughs) Switzerland. (laughs) Which is more beautiful? Switzerland. Switzerland. By far. By far. Do you have rubbish in Congo? Oh, everywhere. 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 (laughs) Rubbish everywhere. Everywhere, on the roadside, everywhere, market, everywhere. All corners. What about in the Congo River? In the Congo River as well. Everywhere. The rubbish is everywhere. So, were there some people who were not happy that you were going to Congo? Oh. A lot of people. A lot of people? Yes. What did they say? 
First, when I was sent to Paris, I was not happy. They were not happy. And then to Congo, it's like, oh, are you going to die? Why are you going there? And it's like, oh, you've lost your mind, that's all. They, they said what? They've said that, are you going to die there? Are you, why are you going there? Have you lost your mind? You lost your mind? Yes. So if somebody looks at you, have you lost your mind? You see, that is it. Have you lost your mind to go from Paris or Lausanne to Congo? Yes. What is the name where, where the church is? What, what's that area called? Kinkole. Kinkole! Kinkole! Huh? Lausanne, Paris, Kinkole. Now, you see, look at verse 41. I receive not honor from men. Is the only, if you can set aside respect of people, then you can work for Jesus. If you can't, you cannot. I'm so sorry. Yes. Ah, you were a cleaner in um, Switzerland, like you were cleaning the you know, toilets. No, daddy. No. Where were you working? I was working in a bank. Which, which bank? UBS. UBS. He was working in UBS. Is it a big bank? UBS. It's, it's the first bank in wealth management in the world. In the world? Yes. It's the biggest. The first? It's the first. It's the biggest, yes. The biggest bank. In the wealth management, yes. Wealth management, yes. Do you speak French? Yes. Speak oui. some French, let's see. Je parle français par la grâce de Dieu. Je suis béni d'être ici avec vous dans cette merveilleuse assemblée. Oui, 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 oui. oui. Wow! I receive not honor from men. Another way of saying this, I reject the honor of men. I reject your respect. Dr. Go, is he here? You said one day you met a, 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 a doctor. Is he a doctor? Or? He said he had lost. Uh, ah, yes, some um, a medical students. And they had a tutorial in one of the um, classrooms. And he came to see me after the tutorial with a lecturer. And the lecturer asked them, there were, I'm sure, 10 people. And he asked them whether. Tutorials tut- in what? It's in internal medicine. Internal medicine? Yes. In the medical school. The medical school. An lecturer. Yes, a lecturer. A professor. T- a professor. Was teaching was them. Was teaching them. About 10 students. Yeah, about 10, 12, you know, small group. Okay. Yes. So, you, so during the lecture, during the tutorial, he asked them if they knew of Dr. Ogo. Dr. Ogo. As part of his lecture. As was it part, part of, of the, his no, notes? Yes, during the lecture. Yes. Was it part of his notes? <laughs> I'm not sure it was part of the notes. <laughs> To ask if they knew you. He said, do you know Dr. Ogo, the radiologist? Then you, said, are, you are a radiologist? Yes, I'm a radiologist. Uh, is, it, is it a specialist? Is it a, a it's, specialist? A, it's, a, it's a specialization in, in, in medicine. Yeah. So after medical school, you also study for another five years. So, yes, so, listen. So they said, 
Yes, they knew me because I was lecturing them before. And uh, he said, I had a lot. This is the lecturer. He, he said, said it publicly. Yes, in a class. So it was after that that one of them came to tell me. He said, I had a lot of respect for him. He, he asked them, Do you know he's a very, very good lecturer, very good doctor? He said, Yes. And he said, I liked him very much and I had a lot of respect for him until I heard that he was following Daggy Ward Mills. when he lost respect for you. Yes, he said he had a lot of respect for me till he heard that I was following, till I heard that he was following Daggy Ward Mills and I lost all respect for him. I receive not honor from men. You want the respect of this man speaking to the 10 students? And he has also lost that respect. I lost it. Immediately I heard it. I lost it. I also respected him a lot. You also respected him? Very much. I, I, I really had a lot of respect for him. But when I heard that he didn't respect me, I also lost it. One, 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 one draw. Draw. Ask him whether he's out of his mind. This one, they, they said they've lost all respect for him. Me, they, I don't even count at all in all these things. So, what you have to realize is what Jesus said. Put the scripture there. He says, I receive not honor from men. That's it. You don't respect me, it's your problem. I don't. So, I don't. so, so that student was very disturbed. So, he came to me and said, he really respects me and he's very surprised that a lecturer will see that. But was me. it part of his notes? I'm just wondering his know. lecture notes, what no. he was teaching. I don't know why. But how did he come out with such a teaching? <laughs> I don't know why. I have to ask him. But today, that student who came to tell me is now a missionary in a far country. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure he has also lost respect for that missionary. <laughs> Two one now. It's two one. There is a song we used to sing for the praises of man. I will never ever stand for the kingdoms of this world. I'll never give my way or shout my praise, my allegiance and devotion.
Jesus, the Savior of the world. God bless you for going to Congo to serve the Lord. Amen. God bless you for losing your respect. God will give you a crown. Wow! You are blessed. Yes. Thank you. I receive not honor from men. Now, when ladies put on a lot of makeup, it's because they want to receive honor from men. It's true. Some might die this. Because when they're in the house, when there are no men there, they don't do all those things. They remove the head like this. And you see the head looking like a tiger nut. So, a woman who is so much into makeup, all these things, and all that faces, this. You know, shh. One day, a, a pastor friend of mine, shh. He was on a flight with another pastor's wife. Yeah. Now, I don't know how long the flight was, but I think the flight was about I mean, many hours. So, but he did not know that that pastor's wife was on the plane. Although, as he was sitting there, he saw her get it up. Go here, back, forth, back. Because I think that day, she had decided that there was nothing of the usual things 
that she does, I, whether she ties the stomach, she uh, does the face, the hair, everything was off. So that she would feel free on the plane. So he didn't know who she was. He saw her pass by her, just walking. Somebody he knows personally that he speaks to. He knows her. He just passed by her. You see, you cannot, your stomach up, you have tied it. Everybody thinks your stomach is very slim. And not knowing that you are. You have folded the stomach in. (laughs) You put it in a pocket. (laughs) Are you a kangaroo? The face was plain. He was not used, he could not recognize the face. He didn't know who she was. He was shocked. It was only when they arrived and he saw the people who came to pick her that he realized that, ah! Because he recognized those who came to pick, not the person. First love girls, you will have natural beauty. People will look at you and say, ah, you've done a lot of whatever on your, uh, what, and you just smile and say, hey. This is what we call, this is first love beauty, natural beauty. That's why people don't have their quiet time, because when you have your quiet time, men don't see. And because you are more concerned about what men see, and not what God sees. That's why you spend time doing this, and you have two seconds to have your quiet time. Two seconds, two seconds. Two seconds to read your Bible and pray. And you spend 35 minutes doing your face. and your, That's why you are always late. You are always late because you are spending so much time to make yourself look a certain way. Always late, flustered, coming in like a, I mean, old rambling, grumbling, dumbling, I mean, rolling, whatever. How long do you use to have your quiet time? And pray, compare with how much time you used to make yourself look nice. You see, you should thank God for phlegmatic husbands. They, they tolerate all these things. You come and remove the head like that. You look like a goalkeeper. John 5 verse 42 But I know you that you don't have the love of God in you Verse 43 I am come in my father's name and you receive me not If another come in his own name him you will receive Yes Yes If another come in his own name. And that's why the world has received many false saviors. Millions of people have received many false saviors who are not saviors and cannot save.
One day, a relative of mine went to a town. He, he was not going there. He was on his way somewhere. But he felt like wee-wee. There's no, there was no place to wee-wee. So he stopped by the roadside in a town. And he went to the bush to wee-wee. Yeah. So as he was wee-weeing on the stone, then he heard people shouting, Hey! 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 Stop! Stop! But he was already in motion, so he had to continue. You know, there are some things you can't stop. So, he finished. When he turned around, all these angry people, yes, they said, do you know what you are urinating on? He said, no. He said, that's our God. Our God. You just urinated on our God. You see, that's what Jesus said. If another come, you receive him. This God has come, you receive him. All I want to ask you is that if you are a God and somebody is urinating on you, can you not shout? Ajay, can you not shout? Stop it. Hey, I can't receive this urinate. The urine is too smelly. It's too hot. something or move out of the way they are willing on you just move out what do you want that God to do shake move do something it might shake and move he must move and do powers or something use some powers they are willing on you you can't say anything verse 44 How can you believe which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only? How can you believe? How can you go on your mission? Jesus will say, how can you work for me if you receive only honor that comes from one another? You can't do well. Once you're looking what people think, what people say, who says this, who thinks this, you can't do your calling. Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is one that accuses you, even Moses, in whom you trust. For had you believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. But if you believe not his writings, how shall you believe my words? Father, thank you for the blessing of Jesus, the Savior of the world. Thank you for calling us. Thank you for sending such you know, Lord, you didn't send an angel. You didn't send anybody less than your only begotten son, Savior, to take away our pain, our shame, our mistakes. Lord, we dedicate our lives to you to tell the world about Jesus, Savior of the world. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated.